that to the show. <laughs> That was really interesting. Okay. I don't know what it was like ever. You know when they go. Ever. Mm. Right. Right. Ever. How's it going? Who are you? This is the wonderful Kreska King. Oh, thanks. And this is the lovely Amber King. And we are bringing you another episode of King Creative this week, live from our home studio, as we always do from our home studio. Even though we have moved back to an office, though, so that's kind of cool. I'm glad we actually yes. are getting out of home and it's in normal places that you normally conduct business. And seeing the team in person, which is very good. It is very cool. It's actually good to be back in the office space. It's been a long, long time since we have actually been in an office. Mm -hmm. hey. It is. It's been ages. And now we have to wear pants. Yeah, we have to wear <laughs> pants. Or, so that's fun. Yeah. Uh, we have to do a lot of things, like actually get up in the morning, get prepared before we have to go to work. So that whole time clock used to be like 30 seconds before I go into a Zoom meeting. Now it's like an hour, hour and a half. And you're still late. <laughs> it's true. I am. I'm still late. Anyway, welcome to Creative Talk. This week, Amber and I are going to delve into some questions that we get asked all the time being business owners, being husband and wife, and being in a successful business for a number of long years now. Um, some of these questions Amber does know, some she doesn't. So these are questions that we normally get asked when we're either out and about, or we're at meetings, or we could just be meeting someone for the first time. Or even um, getting asked by people who are friends or acquaintances, not necessarily hmm. in a business setting. It's very true. We get asked a lot of questions, as you probably know. Uh, being in business for yourself is also really exciting, but very, very stressful all at the same time. But over the years, we have been asked these repeated questions on a number of times. And so we thought we would share those questions with you and also ask, answer them yes. at the same time and do it during our creative talk show. Yes, let's do it. Shall we do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. So the first question that we normally get asked all the time when we are actually out and about is this one here. Why yes. did I decide to be an author? Yeah, that's more directed at you. Well, actually, see, the process of writing my book was long and tedious. Um, and it wasn't just me. Actually, Amber did a lot of um, the editing side. Which, as an author, you don't actually put their name on there, but I think you should, because I wouldn't have a book if it wasn't for her and her mum. Yeah. Uh, going through the, I don't know how many editions mm. there were, edits, before it actually became the printed version. version. Yeah. I've read that book so many times during the editing process. Yes. Yeah. You have. I have. <laughs> and she's put in the grammar, and she's put in, like, all the things that I'm terrible at. So... The book took like two years. Two Was years? It two years? From start to finish. Yeah, yeah, probably. It took two years to, to like write the whole damn thing, get it edited a number of times, work with a publisher, get the design for the actual cover, like everything kind of done and sorted into like something where I didn't want it to be like 500 pages. I wanted it to be something you could read on a flight which I haven't been on a flight for a very long time, but normally it would take me like 40 minutes. So I wanted something that was just action-packed, jammed full of uh, content and value, and something that I could give to people 
which isn't a business card because everyone has a business card and now these days they don't even use their business card they just use their phones um but the reason why i did a book is because i'm brown if you haven't noticed. <laughs> and, and what does that mean uh it means that kind of comes with a lot of stuff like as a business owner there's a lot of preconceived ideas that there are in the industry it doesn't matter what industry you're in that you get because of the color of your skin and i know that because i have had it ever since i started running businesses and it's just something that you get used to like it just happens to you all the time they always second guess you they always don't trust you they always will ask you for like id they always will ask you for financial proof oh, no plus this is the best one they always ask you where the bathrooms are because they think that you are security <laughs> that happens like 99 percent of the time whenever we go to an event they always come to me so there's this stigma right there's a stigma around especially in this country um there's a stigma around um people of color indigenous people are not as academically skilled as others and I have come up against it in boardrooms. I've come up against it in meetings. I've come up against it uh, on the street when we're doing promo. Like I've come up against it everywhere. And I suppose one of the reasons I decided to write a book was so that I could uh, make myself an authority within the business and within marketing. Also to highlight all the stuff that we do as a company. And it's something that people can take away with them and they can learn more about me by reading the book than actually meeting me in person. Because there's some real personal stories, personal success stories of clients and our full strategy of what we still do today is still in the book. Don't... Oh, I just didn't know. So every, everything in the book is like our ethos. It's our company. It's what we do as a brand. It's what we do when we work with clients, like some of these ones that you see behind us, um, are all using the same strategy that we developed many years ago. And that is all in the book. And so the book for me was about being able to communicate the value in a way that anybody could pick it up. But what I didn't realize is that a book means a lot to... Uh, to other people it gives you credibility instant credibility uh they don't have to look at your youtube channel they don't have to look at your website they don't have to take your number on your mobile phone and check out your social pages when i hand a book over to anybody and it could be and, and i've given my book to people in government to people of multi-billion dollar businesses uh, to marketing heads of global brands all over the world uh to really big entrepreneurs and business owners, um, everyone, everyone. I've given it away to so many people, it's not funny. And the reaction is always positive. Like it's always, wow, it's always, you've got a book. It's always, you're an author, really? Like that's crazy, it's so cool. And I think having that positive instant interaction really does set our company apart with being a business owner. It really helps us get the business it actually has opened up a number of different doors for our company that we never would have had access to. Um, and we've been able to work with clients of a much larger scale than other brands who are much bigger than ours mm -hmm. in a very short space and time. So I, I feel like that is one component that has broken down barriers where uh, the color of your skin and being indigenous doesn't matter. 
and where it just like it's like this thing that just opens the game yeah and i never thought it would do that i just thought it'd be a really cool business card <laughs> well it also shows that you know what you're talking about you know there's heaps of people online now that say they um you know know about marketing they say they know about social media things like that you know and it's like well they've been around for five minutes usually Whereas, people in their mid-20s who have just come out of university and for some reason now are entrepreneurs yeah we talk with you <laughs> like they may know how to set up an instagram account and oh, set up things around that yeah. or you know they may know but we've had years and years of experience we've um actually used the um tips and tricks that you give in the book many or, times you know on, with our clients so it's it's something that um it's our formula it's our it's our process mm. that we that you've put in the book that we actually use and we created that together we created the process together we created everything the company our ethos our culture finding our team members everything we do we've done together <laughs> everything which is a lot of things but um the process of writing the book was another one of those things where we did that together as well and it was uh a real big journey it was probably one of the first big obstacles it was a big investment financially mm -hmm. too to get that done and i didn't think that we would even make the money back on what we actually no. put into it but yeah. we've made it back so many times it's yeah. not funny yeah. like it's now no longer for me an expense. It's actually an asset. Yeah. Uh, and Emma's going to be writing yours soon, aren't you? Right? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. is. No, Maybe. no. Actually, I've decided it's not a book. It's more... Screenplay. Yeah, it's content. It is my TV series. I'd actually like that more. Do not say anything I'm about it. I'm not saying that. anything else. Just watch this It's going to be good. It's going to be really Think good. Netflix. Think funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It's going to be good. So, yeah, so, you know, creating your own content, getting your value out there in the in the mainstream arenas, giving something giving something physical like a book is way better than sending an email with a video link. Is way better than sending an ebook version of it, which to be honest, I've never done uh, an ebook version uh, after meeting someone. I usually just send them a physical copy because I mm. find the physical copy is just better than anything else. And you've got to think about who your audience is when you're giving this book out. Most of the time, it's older people, right? It's, mm. it's people 40s plus. Yep. And our generation and older don't automatically go to look at your social. No. You know, they are the ones that would be like, oh, a book, and they'll actually look through it or read mm. it um, because that's just the generation. So the young ones coming up now, 20s, yeah, you could say these are my handles and then people will go and search it. But mm. um, most of the CEOs or the marketing directors that we deal with are all over 40. Mm. Yeah. I would, I would also say that the process of writing a book is so much more in depth. There's a lot of research and time that it takes to write it that um, being able to explain it in a 30 second TikTok video is very different to writing it on paper and actually putting it into a publication and then releasing that out to the world. There is a massive difference in degree of difficulty and also execution. Like a 30 second TikTok video takes me nothing 
and I can talk all day long, but that's not the same value, but that is what's perceived as value now. Um, so the reason why we do this podcast is so we have varying degrees of value. Yeah. Uh, and the book is a major part of that. Our website, which is going to get revamped this year, is another major part of it. Uh, this podcast is a major shall we, part. Shall we pull out what your book? Can I have a grab oh, one? Oh, yes, whatever. Yeah. Let's show everyone what it looks like. Five steps to creative marketing. I've sold, I don't know, like over a thousand copies worldwide. And it's it's been given to more people than it bought it. I'll tell you that much, but it's not a money maker for us. And I never thought it would sell. I never thought anyone would buy it, but um, they did. They do. And I actually, I've, I've already written a second one. I just haven't had time to give it to you to go through a two year process. Maybe we editing. just give someone else the editing job this time. The creative series of King Creative written in books. I never thought I would be an author, to be honest. I failed school. I was uh, a high school dropout at the age of like 16 years old and did not pass any subject, not maths, not English, not even Māori. I did very well at skipping school, which is called wagging in New Zealand. I was... You went to school to eat your lunch and chat chat with the girls. Mostly yeah. girls, because we didn't have lunch. So it's mostly girls, actually. That was the only reason. You, were, you passed school. on that one. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. But then what had happened? I was really good. Uh, well, I had to go back because I ended up going into a number of jobs that were really shit. And so you kind of have to bite the bullet and realize you're only ever going to get to a certain level in the workforce with a certain level of education. And so I went back as an adult student and got my qualifications and passed English and passed maths, all the things you're supposed to do when you're a teenager. I did in my mid-twenties. No, Still chased girls though, and mm. also ate other people's lunch, so that didn't change. That's a, but I passed. That's another so story. That's probably the Let's not talk about that. But that's the reason why I became an author. And if you want a copy of the book, I'm going to give away a copy to anyone that asks for one because I've got quite a few, and I will give you one. Yeah. So anyone that watched the episode, comments on YouTube or any of our social, I will send you a free book, and I'll even sign it. Send it to you. Oh, Next question. It was a very long-winded answer, but it was a good answer. I'm good at long-winded answer. No. The next question that we get asked all the time is this one. Why did we start a business? Why did we start a business? You know, we ask this question to each other <laughs> quite often. Because you don't... Do you want to know the real answer why he started a business? I know the real answer. Anyway, go, you tell me. Because you don't like authority. You don't like other people telling you what to do, especially true. if you can do it better. And All true. Yeah. So I think I'm a little bit like that, but I think a lot of people like security, but um, we're big risk takers, aren't we? Yeah, we're crazy. Um, we, like, why did, why, what's your reason as to why we set up a business? I always wanted to have a marketing or advertising agency. You I did. already always you wanted did. to work in advertising. You did. Um, and then it kind of, with you, it kind of morphed into something different, but still within the realms of advertising, marketing. Um, it's her name, by the way, King Creative. It is not my name. My last name is Ratima. Ratima Creative what? is cool, but <laughs> it's not as cool as being a king, I tell you. It's not bad, but it's... King Trumps, right? Not Trumps. Oh, not Trumps. The king <laughs> Kings win. is the best. Kings win. That's Kings it. Full stop. No question. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 
Well, you answered the reason. I have a very big problem with authority, but um, I also have a problem with working for other people, <laughs> full stop. Um, I learned at a very young age that doing things yourself, owning things yourself, uh, being a business owner yourself is very different to having to show up and be managed by somebody else whose job it is to manage you. Um, there's a different level of uh, appreciation. There's a different level of skill required. There's also a massive difference in effort and passion that has to be put into it in order for it to to work. Um, and so for me, I thought if I'm going to put this much effort into a nine to five job where someone else tells me what to do, I might as well put that same effort into something that's my own and I'm my own boss and I'll tell me when I get up and when I can go to sleep. But then what they don't tell you about business is that it's never nine to five. No. It's all the time, every day, 24/7, weekends, 365. <laughs> when was the last time we took a holiday? Next question. Don't even ask. You our know, wedding, we were still working during our wedding. No, no. Up until the day of. The day of our wedding. <laughs> we were still working at our wedding. In fact, we even marketed our wedding because we oh, were still working. Yes. And we have an article in the Rarotongan. We, we have loads of articles. Um, media oh, and other wedding articles yeah. where we got coverage for ourselves. And I don't even know why <laughs> we did it. But we did interviews. The day after we got married in Cook Islands, in Rarotonga, we were still working. Yeah. That's how crazy we are when it comes to making something work, right? It's because we're motivated and we want to make it work and not fail. Because mm. being migrants to this country of Australia, we yeah, can't, nothing. there's nothing we can't fall back on anything apart from ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, this is a story shared by millions of others who come to a new place and they're like, right, mm. we've got to make this work or we go home. Go home. Yeah. And as much we as didn't we want love, to go home. Yeah, I mean, we love New Zealand, but the clients and the money that you can make here is is like a is 100 million better than in what you can yeah. do in New Zealand. Yeah, it's uh, there is no comparison to the amount of both the lifestyle and the money that we make here is just yeah, no. Nah, no. Nah. New Zealand's not even close. Yeah. I'm glad we get to do what we do. I love what we do, actually. It's good. It's pretty cool. We get to do some pretty cool stuff. We do. We get to do some really fun things. Any other reasons as to why we started a business? I always like to create things that are our own. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. And I think we've spent a lot of years on um, creating content and assets and events and experiences for brands, like big brands. Um, and other companies but this year from now on you're going to see a big focus for us to change that into our content king creative content yeah like our tv series our films our events our things like it's, there's a shift coming it's going to be pretty cool it's why we've like been so crazy busy but we can't tell you what it is and what's coming but yeah it's gonna be cool anyway. yeah. um well let's get on to the last question uh, this one get asked all the time as well whenever we are out and about and people realize that we own a business but then we're also married this question comes up yeah every single time yeah what it's like working with your partner in business i don't think people understand what that actually means because some people think you know you go to work for like eight hours and then you go home yeah. But when you're the partner of the guy that you go to work with, you go home with that guy that you woke up with 
And so you don't get a break. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because we 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 started working together. We started together. work. That's where we met at work, and we had an office room. Yeah. Yes, which was very secret, and no one even knew about it except for everyone, everyone. at the radio station. <laughs> yeah, which is your fault. I was disillusioned and young and didn't think anyone was taking notice of me because I just started working there. But little do I know, everyone was watching. Of course. Yeah, it's good times. But here we are. It was good times, actually. Just many years later. Yeah, so we started working together before our business and actually before we created the agency and worked on any clients. We were working for an advertising company together. And like her role, was very different to my role. I was in sales, as I am now with the company and the business, and Abba was doing creative content, which I don't think she does any of now. <laughs> no, so I don't get to do any of the cool stuff that I used to. No, I do. No, you do. This is why I'm writing more. This is why we're going to create going our all own in. stuff. But yeah, essentially that's how we started, and yeah. we knew we could work together then. And not kill each other. Yeah, it wasn't as close, obviously. Mm. There have been those times, though, when we have wanted to kill each other. Just yeah. yesterday, actually. No. Just um, we've, 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 um, yeah, we kind of had a really short experience of what that was like to do. And then when we came here to Australia, we didn't have anyone else to rely on, right? No, just ourselves. But we did get other jobs. Like yeah. before we started our company, we've said it many times before, uh, we were working in other companies. I was working in banking. Amber was working in television uh, when we first got here, just to make money. And then we were building the business on the side. So our normal working day week would be a 40 hour week. And then no shit to a lie, we would work another 40, 50 hours on top of that a week to get this business up and running to the point where we could actually leave our jobs. Like it was crazy town. I don't ever want to go back to that, but it was what we decided to put in in order to get to where we are. But uh, working with your partner is, um, I don't think there's, like there is traveling with your partner which is kind of like working with it's probably the only thing closest to actually doing is like traveling or building your own house or something yeah, like something that. when you're together 24 7 and you yeah. are working on a project together but see with those things they end like yeah. the house gets built and that's end. done Still the travel gets 10 years you do the travel and it's done but with us it's the business and it's never done. <laughs> Apart from so if we the were to get divorced. <laughs> but we can't complain about that. I'm can't not complain. complaining. No, I think it is. There's different. In my point of view, there's different aspects to it. So there's the real. There's challenges at times mm. where you know it's just yeah. like, oh, I can't bear to be around this person anymore. And that's when we know we need to take a break. And one of us will go and do I don't know some other like golf you go golfing or I might go see my friends or I might go shopping or you might whatever mm -hmm. um spend time apart away from the business away from each other and then so there's those challenging sides to it but there's also some really good sides to it because awesome when, when we have been say like at an event and shit is going wrong which it sometimes can do at an event the only person that I know I can really trust is you. Mm. You were, you, you know, like because we know each other so well and we know what our strengths are, we're happy to just 
you know go and fix it and not have to come not have to sit down and try and figure it out because we already know yeah and that's one good thing is because we know each other so well mm. it's like right you're going to go over here i'm going to go over here we come back together and it's done it's mm. and we because we started the company we know every aspect of the business like we can do every single part of it and if there's no one there that can do that part we know that we can do that part to the level that we can do and it's just so comfortable where it is literally like at this age you just jump in and do it yeah. I, I like i like working with my partner for a number of reasons the the um the 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 closeness of what you are when you're both going off to your jobs and then coming home and talking to each other about stuff is one level when you are working in business together it's kind of a different relationship that you have to get really comfortable with and one of them is being able to do the business and the other part as amber saying is being able to have a relationship which is outside of the business um, and we spent many years where those two things were like together and it was really tough tough like anyone that's in business with their partner will understand what this is like but it, it's not it's like the business takes over your relationship and it's like you don't have any more time to dedicate to the relationship because you're giving everything to the business and it's only now in these later stages where we've actually now we start taking time out both for ourselves individually for our relationship and the business and so anyone that's looking at doing that stuff that's that's the difference in relationship between where you go off to work and come home and then you have a relationship because you've got different times you go to work that's work come home that's relationship with a business relationship you're 24 7 in the business that never stops you then have to find the time to be a couple, a, a couple which is i'm not allowed to take my phone we have to like fully go i have to go like off the radar so that no one can contact me like it's it's becoming that is the only way for us to have our time um and then we also need our own personal time like me going to golf or doing whatever it is that she wants to do um and those things are important but it, what it does is it really does allow your relationship to grow into a much much bigger thing than what it was previously so that's why i like it i like it because the benefits of the relationship are actually bigger than just business personally for me i've grown so much and still am i'm very much a kid but i'm still growing up i'm getting there i'm getting there um but i have like i absolutely love i i don't think i'd be able to work any other way oh i really don't it's nice to hear i can't i can't do it like the, the business doesn't even function without one of us like we can do each other's stuff but Enough I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do it all the time no. by myself. It's just yeah, it's tough. We do need each other. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like the fact that, um, as you were saying, I like the fact that when when the shit hits the fan, you always have someone that can actually help you out. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't imagine anything more scary when the shit hits the fan and you're by yourself and you still have to run your business. I think that that would be scary. Yeah. That'd be tough. Yeah. That'd be really tough. Yeah. Anything else to do with that? No, I think you covered it. Any other questions that you think we get asked? Apart from like, where's the toilet? Because that's my favorite question that uh, I always get asked. No, I think, I mean, 
I think those are the main ones over the years. It is, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It is. And then Amber just tells everyone that she's the boss, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm the one that'll pay you. So, <laughs> so pay attention to her rather boss. than me. Because <laughs> if you want to get money, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> you sell the dream, I actually like you know pay for it. Pay for the dream. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a good partnership. It is a good partnership. Yeah. It works for us. It works for us. Well look, that brings us to the end of another creative talk session for this week. We have been pretty slack this year and trying to keep a weekly schedule. So sincere apologies to everyone that's been listening to us over the last couple of years. Our frequency's been a bit crap. Um, and we've gotta just keep doing it. Um, so we'll keep trying to do these together at least monthly keep trying them so that we can <laughs> so we're going from weekly to well like every time we say weekly we're gonna do it we don't do it yeah. so i think at this stage it's turning into monthly so i want to do weekly let's just like do weekly okay then. stick to it all right and i don't know how we're going to keep doing it but we'll do it all right then but this is kabraska king signing off the creative talk in another week see you later